Member Makers brought to you by MemberSpace. MemberSpace makes it easy to run a membership business by plugging into your existing website so you can protect any page content you choose. Your members can also sign up and manage their account without ever leaving your site. Learn more and start a free trial at memberspace.com. Welcome to Member Maker, a podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of MemberSpace. Today, I'll be chatting with Maureen Warbach, founder of the Group Practice Exchange, about how she came up with the pricing for her membership, why she gives away free content before asking people to pay, and how she's used Facebook groups to grow her audience. Hey, Maureen, thanks for joining me. Hi, how are you? Good, good. So uh, why don't we start off with what does your business do and who does it help? I have a business that helps mental health group practice owners start and scale their group practices. So it's essentially the gist of my practice. I'm pretty niched to working with people who have already started a practice and are wanting to hire employees or bring on contractors and have a group practice. Cool. And what kind of got you into that? I have my own group practice in Chicago here that I've had for um, about eight years, and it has several locations and just over 30 employees. And I found, you know, three or four years ago when I started this other business, this consulting business that I was getting a lot of pick my brain sort of, you know, wanting people to, to meet with me at a Starbucks to pick my brain. And there was this moment where I was like, I should really not be spending all of my time free, giving all this feedback on how I started my group practice and helping them with theirs. And that's sort of where it started really with a Facebook group. I put together a Facebook group for group practice owners and that has grown and that's sort of fueled everything else that I have with that consulting business. Yeah, that's really smart. And I like that you're one of those people who has actually done the thing that you're helping people learn how to do. Whereas I've met a lot of like, uh, let's say business coaches who haven't actually had a successful business. All they've ever done has been a business coach, which in my mind doesn't quite align. Uh, So I'm glad that you're, you're, you know, you actually do the thing that you're helping people with. Yeah. I find, I find it would be a little difficult to really give feedback on how to grow a business if you haven't grown a business. I can see you being able to implement how you've grown your particular business with someone who's maybe growing a different type of business. But yeah, I I find that it's one of the things that people find really helpful is that when I'm doing coaching and working with people that I can use my business as an example and what I do as an example and not just say, this is what I've seen with working with other people that have businesses like yours. I can say, you know, this is what I've learned with having a business that's similar to yours. This is what's worked. This is what hasn't. So yeah, that is helpful. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so what is your pricing strategy for this business? So one of the the things that I'm learning is I first I've had the membership site itself, that portion of the business up for just over a year now. I started July of 2018, it's September of 2019 right now, so it's just been over a year and it's been an interesting journey in figuring out how to price that. So right now, the way I've had it, well, I shouldn't say right now, I've had it set up this way from the beginning. Initially, I had it set up one flat rate. I don't have tiers. I like to keep things simple. And it started out at $49 a month for the first couple of months. And I think probably right around Black Friday-ish of last year was when I closed out the $49 and it's been $69 a month 
since then. So where did the 49 price point come from and where did the $69 price point come from? So I don't know. I sort of just winged it. I feel like a lot of what I've done in my business is kind of wing things and figure out what works and what doesn't. And so with 49, I really, I was looking at, at the time, what I was offering, it's expanded a little bit since then, which is why I increased it. I wanted to make it affordable. And I figured for me, I could scale this thing to be much larger. So instead of pricing it on you know a higher price point so that I could have the immediate return on investment, I opted for having it be a little bit lower than what a lot of people who are in my membership site and people that I talk to that know the different offerings that are in that membership site will say that it should be much higher. And for me, it was more of a longer term thing that I wanted to you know, keep it at a lower cost to keep the uh, attrition rates good and be able to offer that support to as many people as possible, knowing that I could scale this thing. And at some point it would become something that was, you know, financially sustainable for me. And so at 49, at the time I was just offering this Facebook group, which was an adjunct to the actual membership site where I really didn't need to give a lot. It was more for members to be able to connect with each other outside of the actual membership site. And the membership site was just a learning hub where training videos would go in. And at the time I was pre-recording everything so I could do it at my time and pre-recording one training video a month and one open office hours a month, like a Q&A where people could come in and ask questions, almost like a meeting, that Brady Bunch style Zoom meeting. And that's essentially all I was offering. And at the time I felt like $49, if I could get a bunch of people in was for me, made sense financially and was something that I think was a good incentive for people who are looking to maybe not spend as much as they would getting one-on-one support with me, but still be able to pick my brain in those Q&A sessions each month and also get a training once a month that was an hour long on something specific to our type of business. Yeah. I mean, the $49 price point, I think is a good range to be in, um, especially when you start to scale that up. I think a lot of people don't necessarily think about what success would look like if they were charging that much right. and, and, and made a sustainable income. Like if you had a thousand customers suddenly, would that be something that's even possible with the price point you're charging? Would you be able to hire staff or support or anything like that? You know, Right. That's exactly true. Yeah. So what audience building tactics have kind of worked for you so far and not really worked so far? I'll say that I am very minimal when it comes to, in all my businesses, the marketing that I do. So in my actual physical business, the brick and mortar therapy businesses that I have, we don't do any sort of digital marketing. We're more community-based and what we consider good marketing is just getting into the community and letting the community know that we exist. So we go to schools and things like that. And so when I was looking at how to market something that's not a physical product and it's not something that people don't sit with me, that it's a digital sort of service, was that I wanted it to stay sort of minimal in how my, what my offerings were or how I marketed those offerings because I find that there's people that you know do all of these different things and they market in this way and that way and all these other ways. And for me, it was trying one thing, seeing if it worked after a certain period of time, and then either continuing to do that or move on to the next thing versus, you know, throw, you know, a web out and see what sticks. The only thing we do that we pay for is we do Facebook ads and Facebook ads is doing really well for us when it comes to getting people into the membership site. 
But I got to say that the probably the biggest thing that has helped is that I had a pretty large audience because my membership site is connected to my business as a whole. I have a podcast. I have a really large Facebook group and I have a website that gives a ton of free information. People get a lot from me before they even have to invest anything. And so I think that was the biggest thing that supports the growth of my membership site. Yeah, that all sounds really good. The Facebook ads I've heard from people, I've heard kind of mixed reviews. Some people it's worked for, some people it has, and then some people are just kind of philosophically against Facebook in general, just because some of the privacy practices they have um, yeah. and, and all <laughs> that. How does that sit with you? Is it kind of a means to an end in, in your mind? I guess for me, it's, I feel like Facebook is just where my audience is at. And so using ads is, yeah, means to an end. It's it's one way that we can get people to join the membership site who haven't heard of us. My main way of getting people into the membership site is through people that know me and know my business because they're either in my Facebook group or they've used me for coaching or they've listened to my podcast. But I don't do so much in terms of list building any other way. It sort of happens organically. And so the only way that we get people to know that we exist or know that I exist outside of them naturally finding us is through the ads. And so the ads, obviously you can do a lot of things. The ads are sort of tiered so that people get a free offering first. They get either if they're a startup group practice, like looking to hire their first employee, they get this really long with links checklist that's free that goes right into their inbox that kind of lists out all the things that they need to consider before hiring that first person. And then if it's someone who's an established group practice, their first ad is going to be something it's called the seven days to scaling your business. And it kind of goes through ways to increase profits, to reduce expenses, kind of that next level sort of stuff. And that's um, seven days of like worksheets and tasks that they need to do. And so that's what my ads really do is just it's giving the, that free stuff first. And then if they're clicking through all that, like I think a week or so later, two weeks later, it gives an ad about the membership site with uh, a free week included in there. So it's kind of a multi-purpose thing because it gets a cold audience in that I wouldn't normally get. Gotcha. So what would you say is the most effective strategy that listeners can learn from you? I think for me is what's what's worked and not been so difficult is that I did a lot of list building before I put the membership site together. I can't give much feedback if it's a business who's wanting their first thing to be a membership site. I kind of did it the other way around as I had an established business and then offered this membership site. So for me, the thing that made it easy. And I think there's so many hard things about owning businesses. I have several different businesses is getting people to know you exist. And so I think my most effective strategy was having the membership site be a longer term thing where I did a lot of list building and gave a lot of offerings and gave my support so that my no like and trust factor went up. And then when I was able to offer that membership community, people you know, a lot of people already knew I existed and, and trusted my services and what I had to offer and were, in, you know, then willing to invest in a monthly membership. And I guess the second piece is kind of a, a second tier to that. I know you said number one strategy, but I'll, it, it kind of goes in with the, that list building piece is offering things. I didn't just ask for money. 
and say, trust me, I'll, I'll give you good information. I'll help you build a practice. I showed them things first. Like I said, whether it was through the podcast giving, you know, free information out or whether it's through my website, if you go on there, you'll see there's a lot of worksheets and all these different tools that they can use and, and things that they can get for free. I think that really helped when the time came for me to offer that membership site to have people kind of jump in with two feet and say, I, I want to take it. Yeah, I think that's a universal thing that people can, can take away, even if they are starting their business from scratch. A lot of times you can start with consulting, just doing one-on-one type stuff. You know, if, if you're yep. you're thinking of a membership business, by definition, you must have some skill that you think is worth teaching. So you should be able to use that skill to at least help one person, even if it's for free. You don't even need to charge money, right? That's that's how you, that's how you can start. Right. That's your first, you know, your first person on your list is someone maybe you're providing some free help to, and then start it grows from there. But yeah, building that audience up before launching a membership business is is so important because just because you build something, even if it's great, like you said, if nobody knows who you are, if they don't know you exist, they're not just going to magically find it. There's so many things, so many things that are distracting us these days. You're not just going to find something. So you have to build up that audience first. And, and then your audience will help you kind of promote it if it's good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Has that happened for you as well? Yes. Yeah. And so that's one of the, the nice things is I, I'm not the greatest when it comes to self-promoting. And so if you, if you know me on social media and Facebook, I'm not ever saying anything about my membership site. I just am not, it's not a strong suit of mine when it comes to having an online business, but I've been lucky that because what I do, I give so much that in my Facebook groups and in other online communities that my audience is in, when people are asking questions, people that have been in my membership site or are currently in it will recommend it on my behalf. So I don't even have to. In the beginning, when you were doing the Facebook group, did you use that as a way to figure out some of the pain points or some of the topics people really needed the most help with? Um, yeah, that's and, and it's still something that I look in and use to see what course should I be putting out next? What training should I be giving? Facebook groups give a wealth of information when it comes to what your audience is looking for and what they need help with. Yeah, I think then anyone can can start a Facebook group or join an existing one and, and start helping people. There's nothing that doesn't cost you anything, right? So anyone can start helping. Right. You can start observing the, the audience and the community of people you're trying to help. See what see what currently isn't working. See what pain points are out there. See what solutions there are, and you know what the flaws are in them, right? So you can learn a lot of information. It's it's not necessarily quick, <laughs> but you know nothing that's worth doing is easy, right? And these things take. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing I'll say is if it's not your own Facebook group, just make sure before putting your offerings out there that you're looking at the group rules. I, with Facebook, you know, there's a, every group has their, their rules on whether you can market your own services or whatnot in there. So that's the only suggestion I'll give is it's great to, if you're starting your business to figure out what the pain points are by just joining groups and observing. It's just, a, it's another thing if you're wanting to offer your services is making sure that the group rules allow for that before you get yourself kicked out. Yeah. I think that's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in closing here, are there any uh, resources like books, podcasts, or courses that you'd recommend for people uh, that are trying to start a membership business? The one that I have gone to from the beginning and, and still go to is the membership guys. They have a podcast as well, and I listen to it all the time, even now, When even though I feel like my online business and membership site are more than off the ground. They just have really good information when it comes to the specific nuances of, of having a membership site. 
So I really like their podcast. They also have a Facebook group that you can join. I think the podcast is by far the best thing there. I also like anything by Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn. He has the Smart Passive Income podcast. I'm one that likes podcasts. I, I can, I'm driving a lot, going to my different locations. And so podcasts are, tend to be the thing that I listen to so that I can get information while I'm driving. All of those have information related to just online businesses, which I think translates over into membership site stuff. And I know Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn have also done specific episodes on membership sites specifically. But even the things that they, the information that they give, it's always related to online businesses. And I find that they always translate really well uh, into information related to membership sites. Yeah. Great recommendations. Yeah. So how can listeners learn more about you and, and your business? They can go to the grouppracticeexchange.com. That's the name of the business, the grouppracticeexchange.com. And then the membership site is inside of there as well if people are interested in seeing what that looks like. But that's how they can contact me. My contact information is on there as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for spending time with us, Maureen. Yes, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Member Maker is brought to you by MemberSpace. MemberSpace makes it easy to run a membership business by plugging into your existing website so you can protect any page content you choose. Your members can also sign up and manage their account without ever leaving your site. Learn more and start a free trial at memberspace.com.